Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, in this episode I want to go over a couple of um, projects that we've been, I've been doing um, all together. I want to kind of consolidate a lot of that information in this podcast at least. Um, we're going to be talking about the ranch, the off-grid home, the new system coming in, the project I have going on at my other home, and maybe some other little things. So let's recap what has happened. The reason I'm doing this podcast like this is because I actually made three other podcasts, um, but for whatever reason it didn't save, and I thought it did, and so it's not saving, so I hope this one gets saved and it works. So um, the off-grid ranch, um, the fence line from when we had that big massive fire that's, that was out there, um, we have good news, really good news. So I ended up using the bulldozer to completely um, clear everything that we needed. Um, my cousin came up with his crew of workers and his heavy equipment, excavators and stuff like that. Um, and um, what I ended up doing was they dropped off all the equipment. They left me the keys to everything and said, hey, here's the keys to everything. They brought Polaris's quads, trailers, excavators and all kinds of other stuff. And so um, I had all the keys and they said, hey, use it. Use it, whatever you want to do with it, um, because they were going to come back on Monday which is, it's now past Monday, it's now Wednesday, um, they were going to come back on Monday to start drilling the holes. So when they came and dropped everything off, they dropped it off on um, Saturday. I think it was, I think it was either Saturday, Friday or Saturday, they dropped everything off. So I used the excavator to clean up in between all the posts, pull out all the, you know, grass and dirt clumps and rocks, um, clearing out the, the, the edge of where the, the fence line needs to go because if I leave all that stuff there, it's going to it's gonna be in the way, right? Uh, so I pulled all that stuff back out uh, with the excavator. Um, it's a Takuchi 260, so it's a 12,000 to 14,000 pound um, excavator. So, you know, quick work, no problem. Uh, and then I jumped back onto the bulldozer because I, I pulled out a lot of material, a lot. So I used the um, bulldozer to, um, you know, move that material around, grade it, and then I tracked everything in. And I cleaned everything up. So it literally looks like almost like a freeway back there. Like the it's really nice. Really, really nice. So it's 100% accessible now. The My bulldozing job and all that is over for now unless there's something else I need to do. But I think I pretty much got everything under control. My cousin guys went out on Monday. He brought his crew of guys. And they were able to drill all the holes for the fence line in one day. Um, they were hitting um, solid blue rock, but their rock um, drill bit is made for drilling holes direct, directly through a rock. And um, it's a six-inch bit that they used. I think they have a six and a nine, I think, something like that, or maybe even a 12. Um, but they were using the six-inch um, bit. And, um, yeah, they just went ahead and drilled all the holes. In fact, they worked so late, they worked until about 8.30 at night, him and his crew, with, um, you know, spotlights and headlamps and everything because they wanted to get it done in one day. And so they did. So they worked it all the way through. And then at the end of the day, they loaded up their stuff and they left. So while they were um, drilling the holes, it's important to put the wood post and like the H braces into those holes immediately. That way the hole doesn't start collapsing on itself. Because as soon as you pull a bit out, you know, after you, you know, dig a hole, it wants to collapse on itself, right? Gravity. And then that means you have to clean out the hole in order to put the post in. 
So the best case scenario, as soon as you pull out the, the auger bit, um, you put the post in immediately, right? And so what I did was before they came out and drilled the holes, I went with my ranch truck and I dropped off all the wood posts next to all where the holes needed to be dug or drilled out. So that way, when they got done drilling the hole, um, they could just slide the post in. They didn't have to compact it, you know, actually compact the post in. Just put the post in the hole and we'll, you know, compact it later. Because, you know, they're trying to do us a favor by sliding us into their schedule, which they did. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to announce that my bulldozing and the excavator stuff is pretty much done um, for that project at least. Um, all the holes are drilled and done. Um, and all the posts, <coughs> excuse me guys, and all the posts are in all the holes. So what is left to do? Um, all the posts need to be compacted with rock and dirt with an OO bar. Um, the H braces need to be concreted in. Um, and then once that's done, it's ready to unroll the hog wire, um, the fencing. And start stretching it, start, you know, attaching everything, start nailing everything, start um, wire clipping everything to the T-posts and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, um, we're technically not too far away from actually just getting it done now, finally. The the whole thing that took us the, mo the, the longest process was, first of all, dealing with those boulders and those rocks that were in our way. And I spent a lot of time on the bulldozer breaking up those rocks um, with the ripper in order to make it make the fence line as straight as possible in that one area um so that took a lot of work um but yeah you know we're, we're there so now the hardest part is over um uh, the bulldozing the excavator work all the holes are done that's literally the hardest part about this whole project so now it's just a matter of compacting um leveling off the poles you know that kind of stuff concreting the h braces in and then that's it unroll the wire stretch it and start attaching it and it's going to be done so um, if I had to assume, it'd probably take at least two or three days to, probably a day to, well, actually, no, sorry, probably about maybe two or three days to compact all those posts because it's a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of wood posts and a lot of holes that were drilled. Um, so we got to compact it. So that's, there's a lot of compacting. Your arms are going to get worked out. Your back gets worked out, you know, because you're slamming an oil bar, basically, um, compacting all the stuff around the post. So there's a couple days there, and then there's probably at least a day of concreting all the H braces in, the tie down points. Um, and then from there, it should take maybe, I would say, maybe two days to unroll all the wire, stretch everything. Because there's thousands of clips we have to put on and hundreds of nails that we have to put on, right? So there's a lot to, you know, still to do, obviously. Um, but we're one step closer to getting that project over with. So I'm super happy about that. Now, on uh, another note, um, my brand new off-grid system that I purchased um, is actually supposedly on the same island as me. Um, a couple of days ago, it was it, the barge landed in um, one of the uh, next to one of the other islands that's next to us, and. Um, I was waiting for it to get transported to the next barge to be shipped over here to the island that I'm on. And it, it's done that. I actually called the freight company the day because it was sitting at that port for like two days. So I called the company and said, hey, I'm just following up. And they said, actually, it got unloaded and we had to reload it onto another in another container. And now it's reloaded onto the other barge. 
and it's actually the barge is leaving today, which was um, Monday, um, two days ago. Um, and it takes about a day or two, depending on weather, um, for that barge to get to our island, right? Um, so today is May 18th. And today is technically the delivery estimated delivery date. Um, so I'm actually expecting a phone call because when I was speaking to the freight um, person, um, they said to expect a phone call right around Wednesday sometime. Um, as long as the ship, you know, doesn't get delayed coming over and everything, um, probably, you know, um, Wednesday, which is today, um, May 18th. So as of right now, um, I believe it's on the island. It's just a matter of the freight company, you know, picking it up, unloading their containers, getting my package ready for delivery. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, so I'm just waiting for that phone call. So I'm super excited, guys. Super excited. Now, um, yesterday, on a whole other note, um, yesterday I went and purchased um, the supplies to put in the privacy fence at my other property. Um, so... I went and purchased all the galvanized um, steel poles. Um, I went ahead and purchased all my stringers. Um, the stringers are the two by fours that run from pole to pole to pole to pole. Um, that way when I put the wood planks on, I have something to nail those wood planks to. So um, I picked up all the steel pipe. I picked up all the stringers, 24 footers, two by four by 24, uh, a whole bunch of them. Um, so now, I am ready to start drilling the holes over here at this other property to start putting that wood fence in because it's all rock. So I do have to drill all those holes. Um, and then I can start putting all the, um, you know, galvanized poles in the ground, concrete them in. Um, and then once all the poles are in there solid and the concrete has cured, um, I can actually start attaching the stringers, which are the 2x4x24s, which is basically um, you're going to have an upper and a lower stringer. Um, running that way you can actually attach the planks vertically um, so that's kind of the where I'm at on that now um, I spent probably <coughs> let's see the <clears throat> the lumber alone was 900 something dollars with tax and everything was pretty close to a thousand dollars just for the two by fours that I needed for stringers um, the pipe um, the galvanized pipe um, ran me about seven hundred dollars uh, so that kind of gives you guys an idea of where I'm at right now um, on this other project I'm doing. Um, I still need to buy all the wood planks, but here on the island there's a shortage right now on the wood planks. Um, so I'm waiting for the next shipments to come in on that. Um, that way I can go and pick buy probably a whole pallet of um, wood pickets. Because I need about 630 pickets, somewhere around there, 632 pickets. So that's quite a bit of pickets. Uh, and that's also going to run me right around $2,000 just for the pickets. And then it's probably going to run me probably about $500 um, to put wood stain paint on all the wood pickets. Because we I want to paint everything because I don't want the wood to just rot. And so um, previously I did the, the same project I'm doing now. I actually did at the front of the property. Um, and um, I wood stained it. It looks great. It looks awesome. Um, and, and it's being protected from the rain. But I also want to do this on the next section, right, to make it all match. Um, so there's, you know, there's obviously a little bit more money that has to be spent. But uh, I'm looking probably right around anywhere between four to $5,000 to do about 281 feet of fencing. Um, and that kind of gives you guys an idea of what it costs to do some of these things here in Hawaii. Uh, might be cheaper where you're at, might be more expensive. 
Um, but most times everything in Hawaii is double or triple what it normally would cost, you know, people that live in the U.S. mainland. Um, so kind of gives you guys an idea what's going on there. So my trailer right now is because I just purchased that stuff yesterday. It's still on my trailer connected to my truck. So when I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to go and unload all the two by fours. I'm going to go and unload all the galvanized steel pipe, get it off my trailer, um, put it on the side for now. And basically, I'm kind of sitting in lingo between today, tomorrow, and maybe the next day um, because I don't want to start a project and be in the middle of it. And the freight company calls and says, hey, you know, can we meet so we can drop off the, your packages? And you got to keep in mind that I'm across the island. I'm at a whole completely different location, which is well over an hour and 45 minute drive one way. So uh, my goal is just to unload the trailer, get it all ready to go. Um, that way, when they do call, I'm ready to go, you know. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, but once I do get the um, new solar system in, I will obviously be installing that and I'll be filming that and documenting it and talking about it and going over some of the pros and cons with the systems. And, um, you know, we're going to get my off-grid home back up and running. Um, that's the main reason why I bought all that stuff, right? I sold the old system, the old Tesla system. And so, um, yeah, <clears throat> I'm ready to install it and hook it up and see how well this new system works. Because I'm super excited, let me tell you. <laughs> Real excited. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what's been happening with everything. Oh, um, on another note, I also sold um, my Escalade um, two days ago. Um, so I had it um, posted up on Craigslist for a little while, and I had tons of people messaging me, tons of people, even up to the night before, like plenty of people messaged me, hey, I got the cash, I'll buy it, blah, 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 can we meet tomorrow at like 10 or 11, this is being ongoing, and I'm like, yeah, sure, we can meet, you guys can take a look at the car, blah, blah, blah. Well, that day comes around, and I message them, and say, hey, just to confirm, we're still meeting, right? And then I never get a message back. And that was kind of the ongoing thing. Or I'd have people really interested, like following through a lot of text messages. They want to buy it. And then when it comes time to schedule to look at it, they don't get back to me. So that's what's been kind of happening. Um, so two days ago, a um, person, a guy called me. Well, actually, he messaged me. And he asked me, he goes, hey, do you still have the car? I said, yes, I do. And he said, is there anything else wrong with it besides what you already stated? I said, no, not that I'm aware of. Because in my my ad, I put what was wrong with it or what I thought was wrong with it, right? Because it needs new back tires. It probably needs a, I think the radiator is leaking. Um, there's a check engine light on, but I, I believe, I told him, I believe it's the O2 sensor. Um, because on those vehicles, the O2 sensors are famous for um, becoming faulty. Because I've actually had to change the O2 sensors many times. Um, over the you know the course of me owning that vehicle and that's always been the case every single time that we've ever I've ever had the codes read it was an O2 sensor that needed to be replaced so I told him I probably I told him I think it's that just based off the history of the vehicle and how things have been but I said don't quote me on it and so um he said okay he goes well I have the cash he goes but here's the problem I the reason I'm buying the car is because I have no car um, I have no way to get around and so I cannot come and look at the car because obviously I don't have a car to get there. I don't know anyone that can take me anywhere. Um, and so if there's any way that you could tow the vehicle to my property or to my house. And I told him, I said, in order for me to do that, I would normally have to charge for hauling because I'm using 
my truck, the wear and tear on my tires and gas and diesel, because diesel is expensive now, right? Um, my trailer, my trailer tires, brakes, and then the distance that I have to travel, right? So there's a lot entailed of delivering a vehicle, you know? And these are all the little fa um, factors that you have to think about. And so <clears throat> he's like, look, he goes, I am all in at this certain price because he said, that's all the money I have. <clears throat> so I told him like this. I said, look, if you're serious about buying this vehicle, there's, I want you to make me a guarantee. And he asked me a guarantee on what? I said, I want you to guarantee me either one or the other. The first option is, I said, I'm not going to go and waste my time loading this vehicle up, you know, hauling it all the way over there just to get burned where you don't want the vehicle. And I said, if that's the case, if I load it all up and I haul it all the way over there for you and you decide you don't want the vehicle, I said, you will owe me $150 for hauling. And so I said, it's either you buy the vehicle and if you don't, then I want $150 for hauling it. And I said, if you don't want to agree to that, you're more than welcome to find a ride to come and look at the vehicle, which is more than fair, right? I'm trying to meet him halfway because normally hauling fees here is $350. So I'm charging him only um, $150 if he doesn't buy the vehicle. So he wrote back and he said, I understand where you're coming from. And he said, no problem. He goes, if you bring it and you say the vehicle is what it is, I'll buy the vehicle. And I said, okay. And I said, and if you don't buy the vehicle, you're going to be owing me $150 for wasting my time for hauling it all the way out there for you. And he said, that's fine. So um, what ended up happening was the battery that I had in the vehicle was the original battery. It was an old battery, probably, man, probably six years old at least. And the battery wouldn't take a charge anymore. So I had to scramble kind of last minute and go and buy a brand new battery for the for the Escalade. And so I ran to town, picked up a new battery, threw it in there and started up fine, ran fine, all good. Um, so I loaded it up and I took it all the way out there, which was pretty far away on a really rough road, which was rough on my truck, rough on my trailer. It was it was pretty deep into this one area. Um, but to, um, at the end, though, I pulled up. He was waiting outside because in that area, there's no cell phone service. So I told him I should be there within 30 minutes. And he said, okay, he goes right around 25 minutes or so. I'll go outside and I'll stand by the road um, so that way you don't miss the driveway. I said, fine. So I drive all the way out there. Um, he's out by the road and he takes a look at the vehicle. Um, I started up for him before I even unload it off the trailer so he can hear it run. And um, he said, oh, okay. He goes, he goes so um, what's wrong with the tires? That you mentioned that need to be replaced. I said they need to be replaced. They're just not good. The, the you know, and I showed him the tires, and he, he was arguing with me. He said, "No, those tires look perfectly fine to me." And I said, "Look, I said I'm just telling you what I think it needs. If you don't, I said if you buy the vehicle, you can do whatever you want with it. You can use these tires as long as you want, or you can replace them." I said, "It doesn't matter to me once you purchase the vehicle, right? Because it doesn't matter anymore." If he purchased the vehicle, he's the owner. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do with the vehicle and drive it in any condition that he wants. But to me, the tires need to be replaced. And so that's what I told him. He was like, oh, no, those tires got plenty more life in them. And I'll just run them for, all, for get get as much value out of them as I can. I said, and that's up to you. Right. So I unload the um, Escalade from the trailer. Um, he jumps in and we do a test drive. 
and you know he's he's test driving it just checking making sure it runs and nothing wrong with it and he goes oh man this this car's got a lot of power i said oh yeah i said that the the engine is real strong i said the the transmission was replaced three years ago and the transmission probably has about fifty-eight thousand miles on it um as of now uh, but the vehicle had two hundred and sixteen thousand miles on it and so i told him about three years ago it was replaced um and it's probably got you know x amount of miles on it now and he's like oh, okay okay and he's like actually uh i'm going to be buying it for me and my wife to, to have a car to get around and blah 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 i said okay so after test driving it on the way back he said i'll buy it i said you'll buy it he goes yep i said okay so we got back to my trailer um i jumped out um i told him give me the cash he gave me the cash we walked over to my truck i got the title out and i filled out his information for transfer uh, of title um signed the title off and it's done i loaded um, my ramps back up on my trailer and i drove away so the escalade is officially sold um and that's out of here and i'll tell you guys exactly how much i sold it for so i was asking the the blue book on that vehicle is like five thousand something about six thousand dollars somewhere around there in excellent condition okay i sold the vehicle for i was asking 3500 for it but there's back taxes that's due on it and so i went to the dmv and had them print up a receipt not a receipt but a what well, looks like a receipt of what is due on the back taxes and the back taxes was like 787 dollars or something like that so there was quite a bit of back taxes because i just let the car sit right and i didn't turn my plates in and that's my problem my fault and so i i told whoever was looking at the car i said look there's back taxes i have the re the, the print up receipt that what's due on it and I said, I'll deduct that from the total cost. That way it's fair. You know, so they get a cheaper vehicle technically, but they have to pay the back tax on it. And then I even said I would credit them the cost of brand new tires. That way, you know, I'm trying to give them the best deal possible. So in the end, um, what I ended up working with the guy that actually purchased it um, was $2,300 cash. And that's what it sold for. And so, yeah. Um, that's the end of the escalate. It's done and it's over. Uh, and I got my cash. The guy got the car and everybody's happy. So yeah, um, that's kind of how that unfolded. Um, it sat on probably the marketplace for, I put it up probably 30 days ago and it took about a month to sell it. But you got to keep in mind that literally every day I was getting phone calls and messages about the vehicle. In fact, just yesterday, I had someone message me. I already took down the ad for it. I just yesterday I had somebody message me saying, "Hey, I messaged you before about the car. I never got back to you. That was like three weeks ago. Do you still have it?" And I told him, I said the car sold yesterday, and he wrote back. He goes, "Damn!" And I wrote back and I told that guy, I said, "Look, I said you should have followed up with me because it was a good deal. Like you literally missed out on a good deal, man." And so he goes, well, he, 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 he knew that he, he messed up and didn't follow through, you know, but that's the type of people we deal with. Right. So, but yeah, that's one less vehicle in my yard. One less vehicle I have to worry about anymore. Um, I did show him the receipt for the new car battery and he also popped the hood to look at it. And he goes, yeah, man, you're a man of your word. You, you said you bought a new battery and it's brand new. I said, oh yeah. So yeah um that's that so yeah now the only projects that i'm concerned about right now is just basically putting the um, obviously finishing the ranch fence 
um, get this privacy fence in immediately as, or as fast as possible. Um, get the solar system hooked up and, and running. Um, and what else do we have going on? What else do we have going on? Oh, I am I'm, I'm considering working on this project in the background. Um, and it would involve, you know, a lot of um, people that watch my YouTube channel and stuff like that. Uh, I want to do like a giveaway, like multiple giveaways um, for um, like the, uh, you know, solar systems like inverters, um, batteries, all brand new stuff. So I'm thinking about doing something of, of in those um, in those terms. I just don't know how I want to set it up yet, but I do want to give do some massive giveaways. Um, and we're talking about brand new inverters, brand new top of the line batteries, you know, all this good stuff. So. I'm trying to think how I can implement it for the community, um, but I have to put it into like a um, like a sweepstakes or a uh, you know some type of um, giveaway um, structure. Um, so I have to think about how I'm going to do that. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens, guys. So I'm I'm trying to work on some other things in the background. I don't want to give away too much, so I just want to kind of give away a little teaser of that one. I'm trying to work on it, I'm trying to see if I can swing it to make it work. Um, and, um, yeah, maybe some, a lot of people can get some new good equipment and, um, yeah. So anyway, guys, um, I need to unload that trailer just in case the freight company calls me today. Get that over with, uh, cause I don't want to be scrambling last minute to unload that trailer. And I will let you guys know either tomorrow or the next day, um, what's happening with the, um, the new solar system arriving. And I'll keep you guys up to date on other things as well. So thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys on the next one.